Welcome everyone to the Freddy and Alyssa show. If you are new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, share, all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook and you want to like the page, that would be awesome. If you're listening on a platform like iTunes and you want to leave us a five-star review because you think we deserve it, we would love that. Uh, we've been putting out content now for almost four years. Wow. This November is going to be our four-year anniversary and our 200th episode of the Frameless Show is approaching very soon. So we want to thank you from the bottom of our heart for supporting the show and showing up every single week. Today, we are going to be talking about Beyond Salem. We're gonna, uh, we watched the Wilson storyline and we got many requests to do a little commentary on that. So we're going to hop into that oh, yeah. <laughs> today. It was very exciting. We watched one episode last week and then the rest today. So it's fresh in our minds. Um, we also have a sponsor for today's episode, which is Green Chef. And Green Chef does your meal planning, grocery shopping, and some of your food prep for you. Comes right to your house. And if you use the code um, FAS100, you'll receive $100 off your order and free shipping. So more on that later. But let's hop right into the juice, and then we're going to fill you in on our lives after. But we want to really hop into Beyond I Sam. love the juice. Where do you, wh you want to start? So I was researching a little on Beyond Salem and I saw an interview with Chandler and Zach. And Zach said when he was auditioning for Days that he had no idea it was for the role of Sonny. He thought it was opposite of Sonny. And so I find that so interesting because maybe casting was like, hey, we don't want this person to watch all the episodes and try and pick up like little nuances of the Sonny and to make it their own and see if they really held that sunny inside of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even when I watched it, there were so many little things that I got to say, looks wise, I was like, oh my God, wait, is that Freddie? Is that Sonny? <laughs> like you, you really, th I think they did a great job recasting. He did an awesome job. And I just found that really interesting because I feel a lot of actors probably would have gone into the audition going, hey, I want to do it just like this guy did. And instead they're like, no, you know, let's just go in there, be yourself and see if you have the essence of Sonny, which obviously is active. They've kept um, the, they, it's always been a secret. Like even when Guy Wilson stepped in and I screen test with him, uh, I didn't know that, it that he was potentially gonna be replacing Chandler. And I don't even think Guy knew. I think casting um, is either keeping it a secret for PR or like you were saying, they don't want, they just kind of want to see if that person in, in, internally yeah. is that person. Um, so maybe that's why they did. I've never asked, so I don't know wh yeah. which, which they did, but what I did notice that I was almost a little tad jealous is that the way that Zach was able to portray Sonny when he was pissed off, when he like punched Leo, um, and was kind of like angry about thinking that he was being cheated on. I felt he got the ability to go a little more like genuinely pissed off hmm. as in like, like F you. Uh-huh. And I feel like so many times I, over the years, I would try in certain scenes to go with that genuine pissed off, like I'm upset, I'm angry, selfishly, I'm angry and I want to hurt you. And I'd always get the note that goes, hey, um, you know, you're coming off a little aggressive, <laughs> a little, a little too angry. Um, Sonny is definitely upset, but he's coming from a place of disappointment and hurt. And I, so, so instead of just being like, you're pissed off about, are you cheating on me? It's like, are you cheating on me? It's more, 
It's more I'm hurt and angry. You've hurt me and that's why I'm mad rather than I am mad and if you look at me different, I will smack you across the face. And I, and I always wanted to do that and there were some scenes where I kind of got away with it, but over time, I didn't want to have to pause and get the note. Of course. Because there was always that moment when you're like doing a scene and then you see um, like Janet or Elbert coming over yeah. or the director over the loudspeaker you'll like do the rehearsal and i'm like they're gonna tell me i know it <laughs> and then you like see him coming around and he goes hey and i'm like hey and he's like you got it I'm, I'm in my head i'm like i know so then i would do it but after a while i was like i don't want to have to like wait get the note stop production let me just right. do what i know they want so i always came from a hurt place um but i felt like zach got to really like kind of be pissed for a little bit Go and i was like it. i'm like that's good man like be a little pissed off because it all i always had to come from a hurt place and I thought that was neat to kind That's of see him. That's interesting. And to be fair, though, I feel like with your acting, you hold this place inside that you can really get intense. I think oh, while I, I think Wally Kurth called it at one point that performance, Freddie, was bone chilling. <laughs> Didn't they make you redo it after that too? It was yeah. That was a perfect example. When I was um, at, me and me and uh, Paul, me and Christopher Sean were getting. Uh, married and Robert Scott Wilson shows up. It was that episode and many, many years ago at this point. I can't remember when that was. Probably four years ago, five years ago. And um, I rush down the aisle and I'm yelling at Robert. And during my rehearsal, I like went crazy. (laughs) Like like even probably a little more than I did yelling at Maggie. Like it was like even more than that. And I walked back and Wally was at the altar because I think he was marrying us. Okay. And he just goes, that, that was, that was bone <laughs> And I go, uh, and I go, oh, I was like, well, thank you. But then I get the note of like, hey, like that was really good. But like, you know, that was, you're like, also that marrying. was a lot. And your husband yeah. is like on the altar, like kind of bring it down. And so I was like, all right. So I brought it down to whatever ended up airing. And, um, but, but I, and I understand the note because of how Sonny is so. His character, who he is. Yeah. And I, and I fought to get a little more of Freddie in it for so long. And then I just never felt like I was able to, to fully. Yeah. We're like, I just wanted to see that moment where someone always says like, if you ever wanted a storyline and it was just allowing Sonny to, to just be in the wrong. To, to have a, a self a selfish moment, to have an immature moment, to have a emotional moment where you weren't thinking, where right. you have to be this star like A plus yeah. character, like to be mean because you want to hurt someone. Like people do that in real life when you're, especially in a soap when you're when people are dying and being but kidnapped. But that's not sunny, so but sorry about no, it. No, I really wanted to be able to just like look at somebody and like try to hurt them in the scene. <laughs> not coming from a hurt place or not be like, I'm going to defend the family. I'm talking about, I'm going to look you in the eyes and if you cross me, I will literally end you and really mean it. And Ooh, it, it just, you couldn't. Baby. And so, anywho. Well, um, okay, so question for you then. You say that, of course, they would come down and redirect you of how they want it. What percentage would you say out of, you know, every scene you've ever done or seen or been a part of, would you say that they come and stop and give you redirection? Because I hear a lot of times it is one take on a soap opera. It's, uh, well, 
if you if if you I did the character long enough that I knew what they wanted. Right. So 99% of the time I never got notes wow. because I did exactly what I knew they wanted. But the negative to that is that I never took chances hmm. because I didn't want to have to redo the take. Or sometimes if there's a five-page scene and it's emotional and you get through it, you yeah. say the monologue, you get to tears, yeah. you're in it, and you're and you're like, yeah, like we got it. And then they're like, hey, you took that big chance and it's like he came off a little like he didn't, you know, and then yeah. you have to redo the scene. Mm. And I was like, I just nailed this five-pager at 8.45 in the morning. <laughs> I got tears. Now I got to redo it. So there were certain times that I just did exactly what I knew they wanted and there was even times with the acting coach mm-hmm. where she would like I would do something in rehearsal like in the dressing room and Maria would go I'll give you 60 bucks if you try that on tape. <laughs> and I'll be like, "Ah, oh, I really want to, but I, I just I got to a point where I just didn't want to I just didn't want to mess it up." So and to save time for everyone. And save time yeah. and be efficient, but also I just knew what they wanted. So instead of me trying to do what Freddie wanted, I just wanted to be more true to the character. But I just played him for so long that I felt like maybe Sonny's just like, you know, in this mood today. So. Well, okay. So here's another question. Did you ever have a time where you would go at, oh my God, I just completely forgot what I was going to ask you. Well, here's something that might trigger your memory. Yes. What about Greg Rickert? Rickhart? Sorry, Greg. I don't pronounce your name right all the time. Are we having brain farts right now? Greg Ricker. Leo, he, he, is, he is a... We laughed the entire time watching him. He is probably one of my most favorite national treasures ever. He is so special. So just wildly talented. He's so funny. Every time he comes on screen, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to laugh. He is just wildly talented, and he plays the villain so well. It's it's perfect. I mean, I don't think it could be played any better. I don't think anyone could do no. what he did. It is a one-in-a-million yeah. character. And for the first time, I was able to watch Greg as an actor rather than Leo. So when I'm in the scene, I despise him, hmm. and he's being this damn talented and I can't laugh and enjoy it. I got to be like, this is not Greg being hilarious. This is Leo who I hate. <laughs> so when I got to watch this, like, you know, from from behind the scenes, if you will, um, I just got to truly enjoy him. But I thought, the, I thought the dynamic was great. I loved how they had Billy in the mix yeah, with those storylines. Yeah, that was a fun storyline. Now, for you watching it, were there any main differences from when you were sh- shooting on Days to what they did in Beyond Salem? Uh, technically everything looked the same. Yeah. You know, I was able to kind of see like, okay, these were the sets or this is what they did. Um, the, the things I will say on a technical level that I think would be great if they rolled this into the real show or not the real show, but the NBC version, um, is the exterior shots. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they don't show, I think they might do it in general hospital where they, they should have the Kyriakis mansion as an outside and then you zoom into the living room or zoom into a bedroom and then you open up into the sets to give people because I felt like when I was in Arizona or Louisiana, yeah. you kinda I love that. And I also love that they gave credits at the beginning. It was so nice to yeah. see everyone's name at the beginning, because they don't do that in the original show. So I love that. Um, but it looked like they did it to really have fun. 
and you could yes. you could see that they did that, and that's what I knew. I didn't really know what was was so when I first got the call. I knew that I was. I thought Will was cheating on me, that it was going to be in Arizona, that oh. it was going to be five episodes, and that Billy was going to be there, and that's all I knew. I in my initial call, I never heard about the gems. Okay. I didn't know about them dressing in drag. So much. Fun. That was. Amazing. phenomenal um i i just i didn't know i think i knew greg i think at the time maybe they were I in talks with know. greg yes. or maybe they said that like greg was already in i forget but i feel like i remember his name um so that was really cool that they you know that i was able to kind of be surprised because i didn't get all of the storyline so i was able to watch that right and i just know that the guys had a blast because tell. we are so, um, I don't want to use the word rigid, but it's a little repetitive in the sense that most of the time you go to work, you have a certain wardrobe, yeah. you go to the Brady pub, you sit down at a table, you do a scene and you're done, or you go to Caracas Mansion, you just kind of move around the mansion because you're, you're, only, you're using what we, can ha- yeah. what we can. But anytime you get a new set, you get to do costumes. They get to do hair and makeup. Like, I guarantee you that all the cast and the crew, like everyone that day, was probably glued to the live feed of watching course. that. Because so Chandler had, a- what, big hot pink hair. And then Zach had, it was, I think, a red, a big red yeah. wig. And then Billy had that little short bob. And he came, he won, so he won the jewel in the storyline. I get, alert, I was sorry. guessing, I was guessing that because he was kind of so apprehensive about the whole thing uh-huh. that I was like, what a great arc if he goes all in and, and wins. And he brought And he it. did that. He did so. so good. They, they, I was imagining too, like the choreography of him learning that. Or they probably was, improved it. Like, I mean, I don't know how much choreography they had. I mean, for what he did, unless he's practicing that on his own. Or maybe he he talked to somebody, but he did, but... They had to have choreographed that, please. Maybe Maybe Chandler's was improv, because his was more fun. But when Billy came out, especially for the storyline, he was very specific with what he was doing with the arms and doing the Vogue thing. I mean, would you know to do the Vogue? Do you even know what that is? I know the Vogue. (laughs) Do you know I, who sang that song? Madonna. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I don't I I'm not sure I'm not sure about that. We'll have to Trust next me. time we'll we talk him. to him we'll, we'll ask him. we'll ask him. But yeah, overall I, I thought it was really cool. It was definitely slightly weird, um, you know, to watch just because when I was seeing like lines and performances, I I, I know the character so well. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like what would I, you know, you know this and this, but. Um, but you, you kind of slip right into it. And it's also not too weird for me because I'm not immersed in, in it as much as an audience member would right. be because Billy, I know Greg and yeah. Billy and Chandler so well. So even if it's me, I'm like, well, that's me. That was me working. I knew what I was feeling at the moment. And these are all my friends. So I don't know. It just, it was just really, it was just a really cool experience to watch. Yeah. And, and like I thought pass it went that well. baton and just knowing that now Sonny's in really great hands. Like, yeah. and, you know, everything was really cool. It was nice yeah. to watch. So I, I, yeah, it was just nice to see all my friends having a good time and it seemed really well received, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. And so we'll see what happens. I mean, hopefully they'll continue beyond Salem. Um, well, here's I don't my know next what Peacock's going to do. 
so they have more shows this week, I believe, if I read that correctly. There's like a new storyline this week. It's continuing to go. They're doing more Peacock? I thought that's what it was. Or was that just a one-week thing? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I thought I saw a comment that someone said, hey, that storyline was last week. And now they're doing new storylines. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Well, maybe sure. it was... Well, they had to have had that planned because there's no way they would have had Let that quick look. of a turnaround. Let's see real quick. But yeah, so they might continue doing that on both Peacock and The Real Show. So we'll kind of see. What they do. Oh, so it was only five episodes. So that was a week-long thing. Maybe it will be Well, they, they need to see how it was perceived because I don't know who puts the financing into it. I what the it. numbers were. I think that's what they'll they'll probably judge it on of like, hey, this did well, let's do more. Or like my my whole guess is that they just wanted to start testing it out, start moving everybody to Peacock because in two years or a year or three years, they might just move the show to Peacock. Right. Well, so how many views daily does Days get? Like a couple million, I want to say? I'd, I think it was like 1.2 to 1.5. So I'd be curious to see how many people or how they actually even track that because people can watch it at any time. But I guess most people oh, they record can do views. stuff. Yeah. They're, let me tell you this. They're going to have insane um, statistics and analytics on Peacock more than they ever could on cable. Because cable, yeah. you can't tell when because even on like a youtube video or a podcast we can look at the analytics just like they will on peacock or on netflix and you'll be able to see like a hundred thousand let's say a million people watched it and out of those million three hundred thousand watched all five or this is the moment where people dropped off yeah because even on our youtube videos you can see a big chart where it'll say you have ten thousand views but three minutes in half the people left so then right. we can look in and go, well, what were we talking about three minutes in? Because this lost interest to a lot of people. So I think they had that. They're going to have like the most analytics they've ever had, had on days before. because you can't figure that out with cable. But on Peacock, they're going to know how much people watched it, who rewatched it, how right. when it was like all of that. Well, and what's interesting too, I saw they did a lot of promotion for it because when you go to the Peacock website, it was right there on the front uh, front page, which is obviously a great yeah. space to be in. The Kelly Clarkson show, which was so great. I saw a couple, I think it was Deidre and uh, Robert Scott Wilson were on that. So, I mean, that's great getting a huge brand that's already very well known out there even more. And the one thing I will say I thought was so just precious to me was they had Deidre Hall do the opening. Yes. Like sands through the hourglass. So are the days of our lives. So are the days of our yeah, lives. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was really special. And just what a great, you know, honor to her and nod to her to say, hey, like you've been part of this. The, yeah. Like she is days of our lives. Yeah. Legendary. So they, yeah. That so was it was, cool. it was neat. So I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really rooting for, you know, for the show to continue on. Like I've always said forever, maybe they'll move it to Peacock or whatever's going to yeah. happen. But I just know that it has such a huge name. And in today's world, um, being able to, 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 to say the brand of your company and everyone in America know what that is of all ages yeah. is something that only a few hundred, maybe a thousand companies, 2,000 companies has ever done. Hmm. Um, and in this world where all these new companies and all these new personal brands are popping up, to be able to say I was on Days of Our Lives and everyone knows, yeah. everyone 
That's it's like Pepsi or Coke or McDonald's, like Adidas, Nike, like it's that big. Yep. And um, so it's just really neat. So congratulations to everyone um, at Days of Our Lives, and and thank you for all the the fans and the supporters who have also made this really awesome for us as well because like I've talked on many other podcasts um, in depth of my whole process of, of stepping away uh, your support and understanding um, was was just incredible mm-hmm. like the amount of support like I didn't know if people were going to be mad and like there was like a few people of course that are disappointed but the overall like support mm-hmm. of like listen we're going to miss you but we love you and like thank you for everything and we're wishing you well so I just want to thank you for that as well. Um, and Days is always going to be a part of me. You know, I think after I officially left in September of 2020, um, you know, I didn't know what, what what my part of Days was going to be anymore. But then I also see a lot of people and actors talking about movies or television shows or athletes who retire from the game. And they're always commentating on it because they know it so well. And that's why I think it's going to yeah. be interesting. So from from time to time, I really do want to see what's going on over there and, you know, be able to maybe have a couple people on the show again. Yeah. But um, it's always going to be a part of my life. And so I think from time to time, it's going to be great to just touch on it, pop in, see what's going on and and uh, and all that good stuff. Aww. So, so yeah, it was really, really great. Um, but let's, let's hop into uh, today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Green Chef. Green Chef takes care of meal planning, grocery shopping, and even some food prep. You can choose from 30, 30 easy to follow recipes every week with options for keto and paleo and plant-based powered diets as well as meals to help you eat in a more balanced way. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. So you'll be receiving organic vegetables and high quality proteins. Now for me, I have used Green Chef many times and the thing I love most about Green Chef is not only getting the ingredients sent to me, but having a recipe to follow and me learning new cooking techniques that I can use when I'm cooking and also pairing ingredients together that I otherwise would never know to do. The food is delicious. So if you want to give Green Chef a try, go to greenchef.com slash FAS100 and use code FAS100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. Again, go to greenchef.com slash FAS100 and use code FAS100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. And we are back. But what what else has been going on to fill in uh, everybody? I, I feel like it's just been like work, and you've been doing a lot with the brokerage, and we've been doing content. Um, Benjamin, poor Benjamin, he was just he was just ill in March, um, but really bad. And just a couple days ago, he had a bladder infection in March. Just to rewind a little bit, yes. and it got so bad that he couldn't stand up, and we didn't understand he had never had a bladder infection before and we had gone to I think it was three different vets back then and they were doing all these tests no one could kind of figure out what was going on and I sat with this one vet who ended up being amazing her name's Dr. G she's at Chickasaw Trail if you're in Orlando greatest vet literally and she goes you know I'm just trying to think outside the box here and she goes why don't we just try you know for um you know a urine analysis and And when she said that, I go, you're going to think I'm crazy to say this, but 
I had my psychic tell me a year ago that as Benji gets older to watch out about his bladder and she was laughing and she goes, well, let's see. And turned out it's a bladder infection. So cut to a, what, like five days ago? He, yeah, he, he peed in the house, which is so unlike him. Like he always goes to the door and scratches and he peed and I was like, this is odd. And then he did that three or four other times in the, in those next two days. And then in the on Saturday, he started having like sick eyes and he was like really close to you and like wouldn't leave your side yeah. and was acting a little strange. And the fact that he was peeing in the house, we Googled it and it's like, it's a UTI. Yeah. And we're like, oh, he already had a bladder infection. So we're like, we have to get him antibiotics. He was still walking around fine. So it hadn't gotten so bad like the first time because we didn't know what it was. But we knew his behavior. And Alyssa looked up this emergency room because it was a Sunday. Um, and she called and they go, it's going to be a four to six hour wait. And we're like, oh, that yeah. sucks. She called another place and they go, yeah, there's only a couple people here. And we're like, this is amazing. Yeah. We'll drive a little further, but it won't be that long of a wait. Well, we get there. At 7.15, now granted, we left at 6.45 p.m. on Sunday, got there at 7.15, they came and checked us in, I was feeling optimistic, they're like, we'll come and get Benji real soon, and we're sitting there for like an hour. Mm -hmm. They finally call, and they come out, and they grab Benji at 8.15, and we're like, oh great, he's going to be examined. At 9.45, he's been in there, we call again, and, and, uh, and she goes, oh, you're next in line. So we're like, okay, right. so we hang up again. Well, then we call back at what? 10.30? Mm -hmm. Call back at 10.30. And she goes, he was examined, um, but there are two euthanizations happening, mm -hmm. so the doctor has to call you. And Alyssa, I was so proud of her. She was like, um, she goes, well, hey, she goes, you know, we just really kind of came here for antibiotics. Can, can we just get the antibiotics and get the, you know, get Benji? Because yeah. he's been in there for a while. And she goes, unfortunately it looks like it's more than a bladder infection. And Alyssa's like, well, what do you mean? And she goes, well, I can't discuss that. You need to wait and hear from the doctor. And we're like, okay. So now we're sitting here and it was at 1030. And then 1120 rolls around and we call again. And then they're like, okay, she's going to call you back. Uh -huh. So then the doctor called you back. Yeah. So the doctor calls her back like a few minutes later and goes, hey, we examined Benji and um, until we can do like an ultrasound, all these different tests, like we don't know if it's diabetes, we don't know if it's kidney, we don't know anything. And Alyssa's like, well, look, you know, we just wanted to get some antibiotics. And she's like, well, we don't know if it is a bladder infection. We don't know which antibiotics to give him. So we need to do tests. And at that moment, I'm so glad you were on the phone and I wouldn't have been rude or anything, but in my mind, I'm like, we've been here since 7.15. It's 11.30. On a Sunday, we're not at night. We're not gonna wait around for you to do tests. And she and Alyssa goes, Look, I'm really sorry, but we have to leave. Like, can we just get antibiotics? And she was like, No, she's like, you know, like it was like over and over, but you stuck to your guns. I did. And you're like, Can we please just get antibiotics? So she finally said, Yes, we'll give you antibiotics, but and, and I'm making a long well, story here, short. Let but, me yeah. also cut in here just to backtrack. When the doctor first called me, she goes, hey, the girl said that he's been, you know, peeing around your house just a ton, like an absolute mess. And I go, 
no, it was a couple times, but I we never made it seem it was that extreme. And she goes, yeah, you know, he was in the ICU cage and he was just peeing everywhere, like really making a big deal of it. And I go, oh gosh, okay. And then her next question to me was, well, has he had, you know, any blood done recently, any blood panels? And I go, actually, yes, we just went through all this. I go, we've had ultrasound. We had literally every test under the sun done. And her next message was, oh, well, um, you know, that actually doesn't matter because things can come up and change. And I was like, well, so then why did you ask me that? <laughs> you know? But, we were um, thinking that. Yeah, yeah. We I, were didn't, all nice, I didn't yeah. say that. I was very nice to her. But the thing is, sometimes, unfortunately, with vets, not all of them, but sometimes they're looking to upsell. It's just a common thing that you see in that world. And I'm sure a lot of people who have pets watching this, you know, maybe you've um, experienced that before. So here we are at midnight, and I knew in my heart of hearts, I know my dog, I'm with him just all day, every day for the past 13 years, and I just knew this was a bladder infection, and I knew we had just checked for diabetes. I mean, we checked for all yeah. of this. And so she goes, you know, it could be a bladder infection, but we also want to check everything else. And I was just like, we have to get up in the morning. We need antibiotics. Like we can deal with this other stuff with our actual vet when it's not midnight. <laughs> you yeah. Know, I'm not going to be here until four in the morning when I have to be up at, you know, seven tomorrow. So she was saying, well, is there any way you can bring your dog in first thing to your vet tomorrow and do a urine culture. Unfortunately, we can't check his urine because he peed everywhere. <laughs> I was like, I was like, unfortunately, no, I can't do that because I'm working all day tomorrow, which is why we came to an emergency vet at 7 p.m. on a Sunday so that we wouldn't be here, you know, super late. And she, and I go, please, I go, I just need the antibiotics. And she goes, well, there are so many different types of antibiotics that can be used for different things, different bacterias. And it's like, well, in your expertise, which one do you think might work best for a Maltese Shih Tzu, you know, an older dog? And so I asked her again, she goes, I really don't know. And I said, look, our last vet, when we were doing all these tests, she gave him a shot of antibiotics just in case. She said it wouldn't hurt him if it wasn't, you know, the infection. And it turned out it was the infection. And he was, remember how much better he was drastically? Back that, in March, yeah. Back in March, yeah. So by sharing that with her and continuously to ask, she she was like, okay, we could do that. We can do that. And now here we are three days in and he is back to his normal, normal self yeah and they didn't even give him a shot no she just gave us like basically here's the dog here's your pills and then so he got his first antibiotic at we didn't get home till 12 30. so it was a round trip of almost six hours yeah. when all we wanted were the pills we gave him the pill the next day he was still kind of like iffy yeah, yeah. and so we called the, our actual vet we made an appointment and then when he woke up on tuesday morning he was rubbing his face on the wall like he does, he playing dead. and scratching. He was going outside. I mean, night and day. And now he's back to complete normal, like just living his best life. And he loves it in this apartment. I've never seen him so happy. I think it's because of the carpet. But he has his cubby holes. So it was. <laughs> so it, it just took two days for the pill of the antibiotic yeah. to cure him. But if they would have given him a shot, he would have probably been better the next day. But it was just so ironic that we're treated like the bad guys when the woman who was like, yeah, we can. I'm like, you took six hours of our time when all we wanted, like you could charge us if you need to for the, for the, the doctor seeing yeah, him. But like, yeah. I just want to come and get the pills. And especially on a Sunday like, we'll evening go to our vet. at an emergency vet 
we're not here to waste your time. We understand that it we can just get could... really crazy at an ER. Yeah, you know? like you should be there for dogs that have like a piece of metal in them or need euthanized yes. or, or like fell or you don't, you know, we just needed antibiotics because we couldn't go Monday. Yeah. There and was we weren't no going to let him suffer all Sunday, all Monday, yeah. and then be like deathly ill on Tuesday because we saw We've seen what how can that can happen. And with older dogs or any dog in general or a human, if you have urinary tract infections and it gets into your blood, that can be lethal. So we really have to keep an eye yeah. on him and we just want that antibiotic. So. I'm grateful we got it, and I even think, too, as a human, because I've definitely had my fair share of bladder infections in my life, and when you get one, you are so ill. It literally takes over your entire body, and you're just, like, sick to your stomach. And when you take that first antibiotic on that first day, it definitely helps, but you don't feel like your normal self, I would say, until day two. So with him, I once I saw that, because he had never taken antibiotics really for that, I was really happy to see that he was doing okay. Um, and now he's, I mean, he's been doing his thing today, and I can see that sparkle back in him, and it just makes my heart happy. He's feeling good. It's Yeah, I, just unfortunately, I, I've been a little perturbed with, with uh, certain professionals in my life that use this um, like fear tactic to to hold your business or to get more business from you rather than just being above and beyond value giving and being helpful and making me feel so good that I'm loyal to you. Yeah. Like I've had so many people in my life like, you know, like I remember there was even like um, uh, an accountant that I used to have who was like amazing. But when I was like trying to like, like, I was like, I don't want to pay for this service anymore, especially when I'm not on the show. Right. And I just remember, like, every rebuttal was like, well, we got to do this. or Like, as if, like, how are you going to do this without me? And it was like, well, after just 30 minutes of research, the things you wanted to charge me $100 a month for, I do in 15 minutes. And I'm actually kind of perturbed that I used to be charged an hour when the filling out of a certain thing took me 15 minutes. Yeah. But I get the full service. Yeah. But even with like agents or managers, like there was always this air of like, well, what would you do without me? And it's like, I mean, I can just learn. So that's why I'm so interested in learning about taxes, about money. Um, even with the veterinarian, it's like, look, you're the doctor, but we're with him only. We know our son. And we also don't work where Alyssa and I are gone 80 hours a week. Benji's with us all the time. So we know every the way he moves in our apartment, where we he know. pees, his paths, his routines, we know everything about him. So if something's off, we know. And him peeing in the carpet is a UTI. Yep. And it's like, we just wanted the antibiotics, but I just don't like when certain professionals put that on you. And I know that they're being honest. Like, hey, I can't, I can't tell you it's not diabetes unless we do it. But it's like, we're asking you at midnight to just give us the pills and if he's still sick in two days which he would have been anyway without the pills we will then go and make sure we go to the vet on tuesday or go back to the emergency room and sit there for 12 hours if we have to to get him but right now we think it's the pills and it was just like the tone of that woman on the phone the well, nurse and the, everybody the very first it was phone like, call because we had called we were waiting for him for hours and i was saying please is there any way we could just get the antibiotics and she goes look you know it's going to be 
It's, it's, it's not, not what as you simple. Think. It's not as simple. It's as a lot more than that. And it's critical. And then she quickly changed her tune. She goes, I, I didn't mean to say critical. And so here I am. We're waiting and we go, we know that there are two dogs being euthanized, which is just devastating on its own. But we know we're not going to be able to talk to the doctor for another 40 minutes. And you're giving me this news saying there's something wrong with my dog. And the only thing we can do at this moment in time is sit in our car in the dark at 1120 at night and waiting. And terrified. every car, every car that pulled <sighs> in, we were just like, if this is a if this is a dog that got bit. Now all of a sudden we're pushed back. Another, so even though yes. we were there, but but my whole point too is like it was just so quick to call us, but you wanted to upsell us, mm -hmm. and now we'll never go back. No, like that's the thing that blows my mind. Like even with my business manager, the crook who stole money, if you would have just done the right shit, I would have just paid you all this time, and you would have earned that money doing little work. But like, why would you, like, even with my last accountant, why wouldn't you just pro bono during the, the actual shutdown, just file a few papers on the house so that I would keep you for the next 10 well, years? Well, you spent a lot of money with him Yeah, too, and I spent services. tens of thousands of dollars with him for four or five years, did a great job. But like, why would you be willing to lose a client over a few filing of paper for free to just give value and then keep me forever? rather than well you know never mind well, and he was nice of course but i'm just saying that in a business sense to me doesn't make sense because what i've learned in business the hardest thing to do is not even creating an idea or a product or anything or telling a story it's acquiring a customer and keeping yeah. them it's acquiring a client and keeping them yep. why would you ever go through all this work to get a client who will then refer other people in their lifetime like that is the most, that's the strangest thing as a veterinarian, a mechanic, an accountant, an agent. Like, don't you want referrals? Don't you want me forever? But they have this energy of like, what would you do without me? I'm like, well, I have the internet now and I've been so <laughs> drugged through glass in so many different Aww. fields. I am going to go on the internet and I'm going to learn every single thing about taxes. I'm going to learn every single thing about, I need to know. And, and so that I can make my best decisions and not be jerked around. I want to have a professional help me, but I need to know more than just going in like, what do I do here? You're going to run ads for me? Sure. No, I know how to run ads, but I want to pay an expert, but I'll know what they're doing. That's right. It's just interesting because as you grow older and if you dabble in business at all, I know for us in our experiences since our mid-20s, we've always really prided ourselves on taking care of our customers and, ha and going like above and beyond and making their experience really wonderful because that means a lot to us because we understand what it's like being on the other end. So with the experience of going and doing that all of these years and then you get service that isn't top notch, you just kind of scratch your head and go. <laughs> it's like serving tables. Yeah. Because I've served and I know what I would do anytime like servers, I'm like, Oh, I'm like, oh. I need a refill and there's three people flirting in the kitchen. Like you're all and drink, like just anytime, bring me my drink. Anytime we've been in a restaurant and we're waiting there for 10 minutes with no service at all. I always say to him, if you were serving, you would have been out here in the first 30 seconds. First 30 seconds. That is a rule. The two rules that stuck with me, 30 seconds from the moment they sit down, you need a greeting. 
and the presentation of the meal when placed on the table has to look. There's no runny juice, there's no little thing. The presentation of the meal when it's placed down needs to be perfect and you need to greet them within 30 seconds. And that's the end of it. So when I go and I wait six minutes and they're like, oh, sorry, we're busy. I'm like, no, you're not. I see you all. You're not hustling. You're in the back flirting. This person's just on a smoke break. Go smoke behind where I don't see you because I know there's people. Same thing at the vet. There was 97 people clocking out. It's like, we're here for six hours. In our car. Where are you clocking out? There's four cars here. Help us before Uh, you go. It's a stressful night. It's so crazy. So I have high standards um, when I'm paying for a service. And I don't think that's unfair. Not at all. I will never leave a bad review. I will never be rude. I will just never go again. Like, I'm not going to mention what this veterinarian hospital is because I don't like that. Um, But like... I just will never go again. Yeah. And I feel ever. like you have us there. When we have an audience member, if you're watching this right now, we understand that we you weren't watching this at some point and we have to keep providing amazing entertainment or value or inspiration, education, something for yeah. you to keep coming back. And we don't take that for granted. That's why we thank you every episode because we're acquiring an audience and entertaining our audience. Yeah. And it's the same with customers. It's the same with anything. Like, yeah. You gotta be with it. Yep. Especially for your name. Yep. So it was just super interesting, but. Well, on that note, I wanna call one thing out. <clears throat> water thief, can I have my water back, please, yes. sir? Do you guys remember he steals my water every well, time? Because the bubbly doesn't every actually. Every episode. We'll get there one day. We'll get we there. will. Well, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Thank you so much. We'll be back here next week. We're wishing you just a phenomenal, phenomenal week. And, um,. We will see you next week. How many times did I mention the word week? <laughs> Hope you guys had a great week. We'll Hope see you, you had next a great week. week. We'll see and you next week. This week was great. Wednesday's Wednesday's your week great. Take care, everyone. <laughs>